0: In the book of Exodus, the 24th chapter, verse 13 and verses 15 through 18, the Bible says, And Moses rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God. And Moses went up into the mount, and a cloud covered the mount. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, And the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Moses ascended to the Mount of God. This Mount of God is also known as the Hill of the Lord. In the 24th Psalm, David poses a question Who shall ascend into the Hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand? in his holy place. During this 40-day fast, we are ascending to the hill of the Lord. May God clean our hands, purify our hearts, keep us humble and honest. Hallelujah! Enjoy the newest episode of this special segment of Redeemed Radio entitled, The Ascension. Okay, hi everyone. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. It is just amazing to me that we are on day 32, which means we have eight days left on this 40 day fast. I know some of us are hoping that the time would just slow down, but time just keeps going. Like we spoke about at the beginning of this fast, time passes, it always has. And as long as time is still an actual thing, time will always move forward. Okay, glory to the name of the Lord. So let's go into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for keeping us for 32 days, Father, as we sacrifice this for your glory in your name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let our flesh be broken down. Let us hear you clearly speak to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask for clarity. We ask... For greater faith, we ask for understanding, we ask for knowledge and wisdom in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you are good and you are faithful, and we love you and we thank you. And we're asking that you speak to us and give us understanding about who we are and why it is so important that we speak a certain type of way. We love you, Jesus, and you are amazing. And it is in your name that we do pray. Amen. I thank God for 32 days on this fast. I know for some of us, we've had to stop early. For some of us, we are continuing on, even after encountering some health issues and um, things of that nature. You know, God bless you. Either way, you have decided to take. Um, I thank the Lord for this daily edification as we all Just press for that goal of 40 days. And, you know, the sacrifices we make to the Lord will not always be easy. Sometimes they will require a lot from us, but those are the best sacrifices. So I thank God for calling us to this and giving us the grace and the strength every single day to actually do this. Okay. God is so good. God is so awesome. And he is the one strengthening us to be able to complete this. And I just thank him because, um, honestly, it just seems like the time has gone so quickly. It's just like, uh, just, just one more week. That's it. You know, we only have a week left, but yeah, we only have a week left and, um, God is good and he is faithful. And I just thank the Lord for his faithfulness in Jesus' name. So we are going to talk about the power that is in speech. There's a lot of power in what we say. And we've spoken for the past three days about um, ordering our conversation aright, that there's a certain way God wants us to speak. And we went over scriptures to substantiate you know, why God wants us to speak a certain way and the certain way God wants us to speak. And now we're going to talk about the power we actually have in what we say. Um, As children of God, as human beings, we have the ability to speak things into existence. We have the ability to um, speak things and see those very things that we've spoken Manifest. We just have that type of power. God has given it to us in scripture. And so you have people who are motivational speakers or who are involved in false religions, and they will pull on that same scriptural um, fact that God has given humanity the power to speak things into existence or um, speak things out of existence, right? And so you'll see people who follow motivational speakers, um or who have life coaches They'll say, you know, the motivational speaker or the life coach gave me a set of affirmations and I spoke these things over myself. And they told me that if I spoke it, then it would manifest that, you know, and these are um, to me, these are filthy words to even say. But this is what is commonly said. You know, you speak it into existence by releasing it into the universe and the universe will hear you. These are the false doctrines that are out there. But I want you all to know that this is nothing but a satanic ploy to get people to pull on things that God has established without using God. Just like someone asked me, well, if it's a sin to have sex out of wedlock, then why do people um, still have children that way if it's not something that God approves of? Well, God has established that when the sperm fertilizes the egg, somebody is getting pregnant. (laughs) So that's just how it goes. And it doesn't matter that Satan has pulled on that thing that God has established and perverted it and taken it to where, you know, you can actually not even have sexual intercourse just as long as there's a live egg and some sperm and it's fertilized, you can have um, an embryo. And um, that fertilized egg can be put into the woman, right? This is something that Uh, is done today. And it's not that that's God's original intent for it or for his people, right? It's just that this is what God had established. Okay. And it's just forever established that way. And I'm not coming against or saying anything against people who decide to go that route of, um, you know, artificial insemination that I have. Listen, I'm just saying God had intended you know for sexual relation to be what it is and that is how um women get pregnant when the sperm fertilizes the egg however satan has taken that thing that god has established and created something different and so it's the same thing with these words so you have people who are into witchcraft you have people who are out there astral projecting you have people who are meditating and chanting and doing yoga and they're out here speaking things into existence Pulling on scriptural sentiments more than Christians do. Okay. They actually got this from our God Okay, it's just that it was delivered to them by their gods, which is really sad um, But we're gonna go to Genesis 1 and 29 So there is power not 1 and 29 pardon me. We're going to go into Genesis 1 and 26 pardon me but um, you know It's really important that we are careful about what we say, how we say it, and uh, things of that nature because there is so much power in our speech. And I remember growing up reading this news story. And in the news story, someone on Halloween, I was back when we still read newspapers if we wanted to know what was going on. I remember getting a newspaper and reading it. And there was a man who had died on Halloween at a party and he was dressed as a police officer, and he had gotten shot like a stray bullet just flew into the window of the party and killed him. And this particular man had always told everyone that he had a fear that he would get shot dressed up as a police officer. Like that was his actual fear, like somebody is gonna shoot me and kill me if I dress up as a police officer but he spoke that thing and he, you can very well believe that he spoke that thing into existence. And this is why it's so important for us to be in alignment with what God says. This is why for me personally, you all let me, I don't care how many demons I cast out, how many books I write. I don't care what type of leader um, I'm supposed to be, or example I'm supposed to be. If I need to know something I'm going to seek prayer from my siblings in Christ, or whoever the Lord leads me to, and says, "Listen, you speak to this person about it, ask them for prayer." I'm going to um, seek counsel because I do not want to be outside of God's will. I don't want to be out of alignment with God's will. And I don't want to be speaking things that are not of God. Do you understand that? I've done it in my life. You understand? And I got what I wanted, but I still had to get to a place where I um, came into agreement with Jesus. He's always going to bring you into that place. Now you got what you wanted. Okay. But my word doesn't return unto me void. So now you have to still, you still have to receive what I have for you and what I've spoken over your life. That's how powerful words are that God says, listen, my word, it's going to, it's going straight to where i've sent it it's going to perform whatever i've told it to we can take it right on back to abraham okay the word went out so his wife has to produce even if it's when she's 90 it doesn't matter god has already spoken it so it has to happen so we have to understand that as his children created in his image we have that same power and you are hard pressed to find someone on this planet who is confident in speaking what they want and they're not successful and they don't have it. You understand? It's usually people who are not speaking what they want and don't really believe that they're going to have it. That kind of just mosey along life, you know? But God wants us to be speaking things into existence. He wants us to speak those things that are not as though they were. God wants us as his children to display what it means to be created in his image, to manifest that and to materialize that on this planet. Yes, if someone is dead, you have the power to tell them to live and reverse that. And that power is in your speech. Now, if you don't say anything, then will the dead get up? The power is in your speech, Genesis 1 and 26 said says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein. We know that we understand that, but here in Genesis 1 and 26, God is giving us dominion over The earth, Jesus. So what that says to me is that we have dominion over circumstances in this earth. If we have dominion over the earth and we have dominion over the things in the earth, then doesn't that mean that we have dominion over our lives and what happens and whether or not we are in agreement with God? This is why it's so important. For y'all to know for sure what God's will is for your life. I'm telling you, I'm an advocate for pausing and seeking some understanding before I move forward and either be still or press into a different, um, you know, into a different season or situation or circumstance because I refuse To be out here out of sync with God and trying to have dominion over the wrong things. Because then if you are a child of God, and even if you're not, quite frankly, sometimes you'll just end up frustrating yourself because you're not in alignment with him. But um, God has given us dominion over all the earth. And that's why I said, you know, you don't even have to be a believer for this. It's good now that you know God, that you do this thing according to scripture, but God gave dominion to humanity, period. And so this is why you see people who don't serve God with their affirmations every day and they're changing their lives. It's it's really something to see. Sometimes when I watch people's, um, their quote testimonies, even though it doesn't really involve Jesus, you know, you see them and they say, you know, I decided to believe something different or, you know, they'll start speaking about them changing their speech and changing their mind and just still pulling off of that transformation by the renewal of your mind. You can see these sentiments and it's like Satan really can't create anything new. All he can do is take what God already established and pervert it or um you know repackage it and offer it. Jesus Christ, my God. So um God has given us dominion and in that dominion he has given us this route where we can release that dominion. Now, what is that well we have to look at how he's released his dominion um up until that point in genesis what did he do he began speaking even when he wanted light he said let there be he started speaking he began to move but then he began to speak okay glory to the name of the lord it's like he was moving on where he wanted the change And where he was establishing himself and then he began to speak and the change began to materialize okay and um whatever he was establishing it came forth by his word turn with me to psalm 33 and 6. psalm 33 and verse 6. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. What does it say? It says by the word of the Lord, were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth, that means the, this living God, as he's speaking and breath is coming out. I mean, this, whatever he spoke, it materialized because God spoke, we're here and we're created in his image. And what does he call us? He calls us this, if you were on that um, Zoom call a couple of Saturdays ago, he has created us to be this sovereignty in the earth, this reign in the earth, earth, this majestic people and race in the earth. This is who we are. So now tell me what royal person what person who is sovereignly reigning, okay, which one of them does not have power to speak what they want and see it materialize, to, see, to speak whatever it is they want and to see everything around them come into agreement with it and make sure that thing happens. We can always just take it on to Queen Elizabeth right now. Whatever it is that she's desiring, whatever it is, whether it be bad or good, if she speaks that thing she's going to receive it she's royalty that's majesty okay she is royalty now we are a royal priesthood so of course When we begin to speak things, those things will materialize. So Tiffany, you want to stay single. That's what you keep speaking. So you will stay single. Okay. Y'all know I have to use that example. It was a, it was a very real example. Not anymore. Thank you, Jesus. But because I'm created in the image of God and because I kept speaking that over myself, it would have been impossible for me to receive something opposite of what I was decreeing over my life. The Bible says that ye, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So whatever you are decreeing, whatever you are saying, that is what you are establishing. And that thing will be established. Hallelujah. I thank God that what he says has dominion over over everything, hallelujah, humanity, satanic kingdoms, witches, and all of those things. I thank God that even if we delay what God has for us by going for Hagar and, um, by, you know, not trusting him in Egypt, God still knows how and when to materialize what he's spoken regardless of what we've done. And now let's read Psalm 33 and verse nine. So we're in the same Psalm. Let's just go down to verse nine. What does it say? It says, for he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast and it's in his image. We are created. Do you understand that? God spoke something and it was done. He commanded something and it stood fast. And God says, let's create man in our image and in our likeness. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says the counsel of the Lord standeth forever um, in the thoughts of his heart to all generation. This is whatever God is speaking, whatever he's speaking whatever his intentions are, those things will happen. Thank you, Jesus. And this is why um, in verse 10, it explains why, you know, even though we may delay things or you may see things materialize because of witch or a warlock spoken or whatever. The Bible tells us the Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect because he's the one who has a sovereign authority. So I think that there are many of us and I don't know, just, just saying there are many of us who can look at our lives and can say that there were some areas where we could have made some better choices and made some better decisions, but thanks be to God. Hallelujah because because of Jesus Christ because of Jesus Christ and his sovereign authority over everything he brings our own thoughts and devices and counsel to nothing if it's not in Sovereign agreement with him, and I thank the Lord for that. As long as we want to continue to seek him, we will continue to receive what God has for us because that is just the way things are when you are a child of God. Now, I can't say that there are people in the world who have not turned away from the Lord and are not, you know, necessarily receiving what the Lord has for them. I remember being in um, class. Uh, This was when I was in Nyack. So this was several years ago. Um, And we were talking about Pharaoh and his heart being hardened. And we were in the book of Romans. It was a, the class was called Romans. That class was amazing. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And so he was speaking about it and he spoke about, well, why did God harden Pharaoh's heart. Why did he harden Pharaoh's heart? Um, Here I go. Why did he harden Pharaoh's heart? Why? And I said, he hardened Pharaoh's heart because X, Y, and Z. Okay. I had my, my explanation and it may have been, if I remember correctly, something along the lines of, because Pharaoh, um, he was an evil person and this is why God hardened his heart. And the professor said you're wrong because if that's true then you're saying that god's sovereignty and his character and what he ordains is moved by a person he said no but god is sovereign so he makes choices based upon his own counsel because he chooses to if god doesn't choose to do things for us because we're nice Think about it he saved sinners that was his sovereign will and his sovereign choice so what happened i got i couldn't what could i say in response to that because we spoke about how he chose esau i mean how he chose jacob excuse me and rejected esau we went over that scripture in romans where he says you know jacob have i loved but esau have i hated why why did god do that because of god's sovereignty to choose we just have to respect it so um all that to say hey (laughs) who can explain why um some people make it some people don't but I know that when God chooses it doesn't matter you know how far left you go God will always bring you back in hallelujah when you belong to him and You are a part of his sovereign will. So we need to just make sure we are a part of his sovereign will. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because when the Lord speaks a thing, his word is forever settled in heaven. That thing is forever settled in the place of eternity. You understand? It's just forever ongoing. If that's what God said, then that's just what it is. And you know, sometimes there's no searching his understanding, but what we can pull out of scripture for sure is this, that God gave us authority in this earth and that he also gave us power to speak things in this earth. And he gave us this power by creating us in his image. Now we just have authority. We have authority, period. And when we operate by his spirit, right, we have authority And I mean, we can speak all kinds of things and see them come to pass. We can speak all types of things and see everything obey us. Think about sick people being healed. That is sickness obeying us because we spoke Something that's the kind of power we have connected to the Lord, or think about demons being casted out, they have to leave because we spoke something. There's so much power in our speech. And for this lesson, you may want to get your pen and get your notebook just in case you didn't have it, so that you can write some of these things down. Okay, thank you, Jesus. So, Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans four and seventeen. And it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So think about Abraham's ability to reproduce at a hundred years old. We could very well say that maybe that little area down there that was like a little dead dead little area okay but god he makes the dead things come alive and he calls things that are not like they actually are so he's speaking to a man who's 100 years old or who's 99 years old and he's telling him okay by this time next year your, your wife will conceive your wife will bear thee a son He's speaking those things that are not. He's speaking it like it's normal. He's speaking it with confidence because he said it. And if he said it, it has to happen. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God that his sovereign power stands. And we have to respect God's sovereignty and we have to respect who he's created us to be. He has created us in his image and being created in the image of God means that we have this responsibility to display all of his authority, all of his power, all of his standards, all of his character, all of his statutes. And in that, yes, yes, you have to speak things. You just have to. Actually, has anyone ever come to you for prayer? Well, or trusted you with prayer? They're expecting you. As someone who is not only a human given dominion, but a human who has submitted to their creator and who knows how to operate in that dominion because they know their creator. People come to you to pray for them because they believe that when you speak something, that when you speak something, things happen. Things change. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's stop it right here. Let's stop it right here. We've gotten into this lesson and tomorrow we're going to get into the power in speech and the various areas of power that we have when we speak. Okay. So I'm excited. This is exciting. But so far, what have we learned? That we are created in the image of God. God spoke us into existence. He spoke this earth into existence. Um, He speaks things that are not As though they were. Um, He has sovereign authority to choose. He has this uh, sovereign authority that He's given us, and um, we have to respect His authority. When God speaks, it does not return unto Him void. Hallelujah. If God has spoken a word over your children, it doesn't matter how far away you've seen them stray. God is going to, His word his word is going to bring them right back in. And I think it's so interesting that the Bible tells us that Jesus is the word because how does God accomplish everything? It's by him that all things were made and it's by him that all things consist. This this scripture is speaking of Jesus. I believe it's in Colossians. So when God says my word doesn't return unto me void, it accomplishes whatever I've sent it to do. Understand that that word that God has put out will save your child, that word That word in your child being saved is coming by the word made flesh, Jesus Christ. That's where the salvation is coming. Um, Those things that you want, those blessings, um, all of those things are coming through Christ Jesus. The Bible says that my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory um, through Christ Jesus, right? Or in Christ Jesus. We thank God that his word has gone forth. And now because his word has gone forth, that he will provide for us, that the cattle on the thousand hills belong to him, that the silver and gold, they're his, he's blessing us through his word, through Jesus Christ. I thank the Lord for his word. I thank the Lord for his son. And tomorrow we are going to dig more into this topic. So I love y'all. I pray that that was a good good, um, starter, a good appetizer to the main course that we are about to receive. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we love you so much. We thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us of who we are and what you have said about us, what you have spoken about us. And God, we believe that that is just established, that we do have dominion in this earth over the things in this earth and that we can speak things that are not as though they were because we are created in your image and we are your children. We have been born again into this eternal kingdom, Lord. Help us to know what to speak in the name of Jesus. Help us to use our power and authority, the right way. Help us, God, to be confident enough to speak things that are not as though they were in the name of Jesus. And Lord, if we don't know, then help us to stay quiet about it until we do. Lord, let us never be ashamed to seek understanding and prayer for those things that you want for us so that we can be in alignment with you and what you're speaking. So we can speak what you speak, God. We just want to be speaking what you are speaking. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Cover this word. Let it be sown into good ground. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. You know, as I was praying, the Lord put that into my spirit that this is why prophecy um, goes forth before the performance, because God needs the person to know, and he needs you to be speaking the same thing. God said that, you know, this car is coming and I can use my um, recent example, uh, what I recently experienced he was telling me, tell people you are getting a Mercedes. Cause you know, sometimes God tells you things and you hide them in your heart and you say, okay, God was telling me, no, say it, tell everybody because it's going to be a testimony. Tell people. Okay. And so God said it. I didn't disagree with God. I said, okay. I started telling God said, I'm getting a Mercedes. I'm getting a Mercedes. God told me I'm getting a Mercedes. I don't know, but God said, I'm getting a Mercedes. (laughs) Okay. And meanwhile, God said, go now and get that Dodge Durango. I went and got the Dodge Durango. And my mom even told me like, I didn't understand why you got that because you had been saying God told you that you were getting a Mercedes, but everything in his time. But um, he just wanted me to agree with him because of course we know that that was, that that was favor, okay? That was, it's a rare vehicle and that was favor that I received it. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, you know, God releases these words because he wants us to get into agreement with him so we can start speaking what he's speaking. Thank you, Jesus, and be in agreement with him because Lord knows it's important for us to be in agreement with him. So we just need to begin to speak what it is that God has released into our heart and spirit. And we need to be sure about what God has released into our hearts and spirit. Now I'm not for us just speaking over stuff that is not ours. Okay. Because you can be operating in a spirit of witchcraft and you can be cursing yourself. Okay. So don't be speaking over a man, you know, that God, you feel like God told you what was your husband and you know, he's, probably not even your husband or may not be your husband you don't want to be trying to speak something into existence and cross over into witchcraft calling somebody to you that's not yours you understand we have to know what god's will is if you're not sure about a person if you think it might be him you think god told you it's okay to receive some confirmation or some prayer for clarity okay it's okay seek prayer and sometimes um we encounter those situations where i say okay i need my brothers and sisters in christ to help me so that i know what to be expecting what to be speaking what to be believing god for and um you know sometimes god will just impart it into you in a way where you will just know amen i have experienced both thank you jesus So saints of God, God bless you. I pray that this helped you in some way. Just remember it. Even if you're not experiencing a situation where you feel like, oh, I need to be speaking, which in every day you really do need to be mindful of what you're saying and the power in which you say. But I pray that you remember this because these are things that we need to know as Christians. We need to know whose image we are created in and the dominion that he's given us and that he has shown or displayed his dominion by the things that have come out of his mouth. Amen. His word is so powerful. And we have to understand that created in his image, our word has power also. Amen. Amen. God bless you.